Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, Crazy Cool Parents, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family podcast. And today, and over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about crazy health. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy cool health. Yes. How to be crazy cool healthy. Yes, health has been such a topic over the last couple of months because, you know, how do we stay healthy in all of the coronavirus stuff that's been going on? But we're really not going to talk about health from a coronavirus perspective. So let's just get rid of that. We want to talk about the health of your family. How do you approach health for your family and for your kids? And, you know, there's all kinds of different philosophies and theories about that. And so and I think we hit on several of them, even in our experience growing up, you <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. I'm a very different health parent than I now than I was when we first started. Well, and I just want to start out by saying that my wife has been amazing in researching the health. I take no I take about like 2.7% credit of anything that we say here over the next few weeks. Because, well, I know, but you supported me in my whacked out ideas. So, <laughs> well, and, and so, and that is something husbands, you know, a lot of times we see in marriages and in families, in crazy cool families that we minister to, um, a lot of times the wife is more uh, concerned about Well, she's about tuned the, in with the kids, so she, she knows. Yes, and so she's doing the research and things like that. And so husbands, you know, Sometimes you got to be the guy that goes, yeah, go with it, honey. Or, you know, and, but they also, <laughs> are want, you kidding me? <laughs> they also want your counsel, but, For sure. um, but we're also, you know, so Suzanne has done, I just want to, you know, praise her because she's done a ton of research. Uh, everything she's saying is she's read about and talked to people about and really just has a, a gifting of being able to sense things, you know, from a physical, spiritual standpoint. So, you know, that, that, that whole sensitivity piece goes in there. So there's so much in there. But also, we're a pretty normal family when it comes to, I mean, we, you know, we eat fast food and we eat pizza. And, pizza on a re- at least once a week because <laughs> they bring it to the door and yes. it's hot. <laughs> exactly. And so we're not, I mean, I would, but we have found some things over time that, we think are important to consider, and and the For sure. key, and just like with crazy cool family in terms of relational and spiritual health that we talk about, you don't do it like the Mannings do it. You do it like God wants you to do it. So good, and so you, right. And you got to go figure it out. And one of the things you got to do is just go listen to God. And and we're going to talk about that in terms of the world here in a minute. But I mean, just uh, you got to figure out how to do you. You know, you may, for example. Uh, you may have a child that has a particular health difficulty. You know, maybe they've got asthma or right. maybe they've got diabetes or, or whatever. Allergies yes. Or, yeah, it's an autoimmune disorder or something. Maybe. And we may not have had that. And so you got to go down this path or it's but just what what we want to start out with is we're we're we've done. Suzanne in particular has done a ton of research on this, wants to share some wisdom with you. Um, but we're pretty normal and also you do you you know and just don't yeah get... so that's what i want to do more than anything else i mean is don and i were kind of brainstorming about what we do want to say it i was like i just want to tell the parents that 
you have permission to be in charge of your child's health. You have permission to be the advocate for your health and your child's health. Don't let the world, don't let society, don't even let doctors, and they're great. Doctors are great. I have nothing bad against doctors. But or don't, even your in-laws. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> even that, yeah. Don't let them dictate what is best for you. Go ahead and educate yourself and know what your options are and know, and know that and then go with that. And so that's what we just want to do. We just want to encourage you, empower you. And on this first podcast, we want to just talk about where God is on all of this. What does God have to say about our health? Because believe me, he has a plan and a purpose. He has an agenda. He has a design that he created for our health. And I think so many times we defer to the doctor over deferring to our creator. And so that's what I just want to do. I want to point you to God first and then let everything else fall into place. And there's so much information out there for you to research and to understand. We didn't even have the internet when my kids were little. (laughs) Had to read books. Oh my goodness. Uh, Exactly. And hear from other people and their experiences. You know, the the first point is just related to that is uh, God has made our body, uh, a belief system that we've come to understand and believe is, is our body is a temple. God made a beautiful instrument in our body. And many times it just heals itself. Oh, yeah. There's so many times that I think about like if you get a cut or a bruise or a wound or whatever, and you don't do anything to it, it is your body is designed and created to heal itself. And that's what it does. If you each day you look at that cut, bruise, burn, you see that there is progress on healing. And sure enough, you look up in a day or a week or a month and it's completely gone because your body healed it. And you may have done nothing at all, but that's what our body is designed to do. It's constantly designed to shift and adjust and change and fix anything that's out of balance. And that's what the medical profession does is they're trying to facilitate that healing process. And I think medicine really today is learning more and more of let's quit treating the symptoms let's go after what's the you know what's the, the core, core the cause yeah and, and how can we heal that and how can we help our body and you know we're also seeing things like um i was just reading the other day where you know uh, how the mental health of the person and their attitude towards healing makes such a difference uh, and there's so sure. much we're that not goes even... into the next point we're going to talk about belief I yeah. mean for sure I think that that has a very very powerful impact on our healing um, yeah first Corinthians 6 19 through 20 says this it says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God you are not your own you were bought with a price so glorify God in your body you know um, Psalm 100 says, you know, know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Another Psalm says we are fearfully and wonderfully mm-hmm. made. I think it's Psalm 139. We'll, we'll put the reference in the notes. But, um, <laughs> but there is so much power in our body already. How do we tap in? And that's really what we're going to talk about with this first point. How do we tap into the power that the body already has to keep itself healthy and to also heal itself once it's injured. Exactly. And just knowing that that is God's design and it is his plan. And that when we come along beside the body and support it and um, help it to heal, you know, fill it full of good vitamins and minerals and supplements pizza (laughs) on the side every (laughs) once in a while. Um, When we, when we get it, give it a good night's rest or make sure it's got plenty of water. When we partner with the body that God designed, then the only option, 
option is health. I mean, that is you, you line it all up and that is the direction that you go toward health. And so I just want to speak to you in this time right now to remember that your body has been designed by God. It has been created as physical. It's a physical temple that houses a spiritual being and God's desire is to connect with that spiritual being in addition to keeping that physical temple healthy and strong so that it can do all the things that it has been designed and created to do to advance God's kingdom here on earth. And so it's so much bigger than having a cold. I mean, a cold is actually the very opportunity to make your body stronger, to make your temple stronger. It's, 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 it's workout mechanism. It's, it's how it gets stronger. And so when I, when that flipped in my head that, Oh, God designed the body, the body to heal. What am I going to do to partner with him? And it, it even, you know, it, it so impacts how you um, talk to your children. Hey, children, you need to get lots of good rest at night so your body will be strong. Or we need oh, to I tell my you know, kids all the time, you get, you need to go to bed so you'll grow. I mean, exactly. my boys wanted to grow so they could be athletes. Well, then you need to go to bed. Yeah. Or else they'll eat when they eat too much sugar. Then I'll say, yeah, that's that's going against your body. You know, you're like they would get my kids would get sores on their teeth on their not Halloween. their teeth <laughs> yeah <laughs> Halloween time. on their tongue or their lips or whatever and I would say that's because you've got too much sugar in your system and it's out of balance and that's a warning sign to you saying back off on the sugar drink more water and so just believe in your body's a temple God's designed it what is the fuel that's going to run it all those things are just that's a belief system Good. that's there and it, and it kind of relates to so that's more of the physical things of it but also just a spiritual belief that we're going to operate out of belief and not fear. You know, okay, so Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says, do not be anxious about anything. Okay, did you hear that word? Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So that brings me to when my when the girls were little and I definitely um, f- ran out of fear, functioned out of fear. And I remember any time they got sick, for sure Molly, I mean, I think Molly was on, I don't even know how many antibiotics before she was even one because she had ear infections and I was very fearful and I was very anxious for her health. And so I would constantly, before even going to the Lord, before depend, you know, even learning about her. And that's one of the part of my story, which I'll share in next week's podcast is that I had to learn that I had to transition that from the fear mechanism that I was, that I was leaning on that somebody has got to help me. Somebody has got to fix it. Something's wrong. Something's wrong to believing that God was in control and that he had a hand on it. He had a plan. Well, and let's think about this parents. You guys are, I mean, we are 30 years into our parenting journey. Uh, You're maybe in year two or three. And so you have this child or maybe you're in year seven or eight or 10 or whatever it is, but we love our kids. And so we, and society is telling us all the time, man, you're not doing enough. You're not taking care of them enough. You don't have this medicine. You don't have this whatever. And you need to do more if you're going to be a good parent. Mm. Well, what if we flip it a little bit and say the good parent in a crazy cool family goes to God first Mm -hmm. and discerns, doesn't let the world dictate, doesn't let the world's fears and the world's even advice sometimes tell them what to do, but what does God say about it, and what does good counsel say about it? Part That's of good. part of going to God is is establishing not the the advice of everyone out there, 
but establishing the advice of people that you trust as well as going to God with it. You know, the world just teaches because the world teaches fear and it teaches reaction. Oh, for sure. I mean, if, if, if please, if you can't believe anything that we say today, at least believe that, that, that the world's going to teach you how to be fearful and the world's going to teach you to react. You know, but John 10, 10 says that I, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. God wants us to, to hear him and to do it a different way. And so that's where the, the core of health comes in is life. And that's what God promises. Choose life, have life. And so where does life originate? It's in our health. It's how we, it's how we live our lives. It's how we, it's how we um, approach a situation with energy or with hope or um, with strength. And so with that, that's where it's woven into that life. And you know, so and Don so, talked about at the very beginning about believing and how powerful our belief processes are. And when we believe something, then that creates a actual positive um, chemicals in our body that spiral us up. But when we have fear and we believe in fear and not the positive and not hope and not joy and all of those fabulous things, when we believe in fear, then we actually create negative chemicals in our body, which then drive us down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, how does this play out practically? You know, you were talking about how taking the kids to the doctor and getting antibiotics all the time and things like that. I think about like when we have a fever. You know, there's a, a fever. God designed the fever to help heal our bodies. And oh, so I used to be so fearful of fevers yeah. in the in the beginning. I would I would pump them full of any medicine that I could to bring the fever down. Um, and actually, we went to a, a, a holistic doctor who actually taught what you're saying right now is that a fever is our friend. Yeah, and it actually, you know, as you uh, you you if it gets too high there's there's that can be harmful but you know a normal fever can just help your body heal it's and, designed and created to do that but yeah. i think we misunderstand that and it goes back to where the world does the world comes in quickly and says fevers are bad get rid of the fever get get rid of the fever when in reality what you're doing is you're wiping away all the that's what i tell my kids all the time the little soldiers are in there to help fight it and that's why the fever that's why it's got a lot of energy and a lot of heat in there and that's what creates the fever is because the right. little soldiers are in there fighting the good fight and what we do with um medicine to bring the fever down is we Wipe the guys out. <laughs> and see, one of the, the things I want you to one of the things I want you to hear is see how Suzanne and developed a little story to tell the kids <laughs> so that they wouldn't be fearful of their fever. Because as parents, if you are fearful, guess what? Your kids are going to be fearful. Well, and it's hard not to be because you've got your energetic child that's bouncing off the walls and they're laying there lethargic. Yeah. And it's hard not to want to jump in and fix it and, and stop it instead of partner with it and come along beside it. I mean, so what we would do for a fever is we'd give them a lot to you know drink, make sure yeah. they're hydrated. That's right. the key because they're burning those fluids off like crazy. And then I would actually not enjoy the fever, but enjoy the cuddly child, you yeah. know, the, the child that's not bouncing off the walls. Well, and flipping that, that, it, not that, from fear to joy. That's why Crazy Cool Family, if you look at our, our Three Commitments house, it starts with your relationship to God. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. if you've got to get rid of, you've got to deal with your fear 
And then you can help your children to have belief and, and create that upward spiral of healing. Uh, just like you got to figure out what your approach is going to be to health, what it's going to be to sleep, what it's going to be to food, because that's going to create that environment where you can create that upward spiral because God wants you to have, he doesn't want you to have fear. He wants you to have peace. You know, John 14, 27 says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. So let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. In, Suzanne, you touched on this. Before we move on, I just want to finish this point about dealing with parents' fear of sickness. Right. Because it is, parents, we understand it is a real fear. And, and, and we're not talking about... You know, there's times when, like, I remember Madeline got uh, the, what, what's that virus called where we went to the hospital with it, the, the rotavirus. Oh, RSV. RSV. Yeah, children's and, respiratory Yeah, virus. I mean, she got really sick. It and, actually turned into, into pneumonia. Yeah, and, and man, you know, we're not talking about extremes like, like that. Or 18, if 20 months old. Or if your kid old. has a really, you know, bad illness or whatever. And, and also, there is plenty of room for the medical profession in this. I mean, they do great things, and we want, you know, but it's like, Dealing with where, where I think the parents' fear comes in a lot of times is just in the everyday stuff. You know, they've they've skint their knee or they've you know they've uh, they've got a fever or things like that that are the everyday things they've got a you know they've got a cold or they've got an allergy or whatever. And dealing with those and, and is really what we're talking about here. For sure, right? And so I do think that it does lead to the next point that prayer is a weapon um, because I just remember that I had to ask God to, to give me that peace, help me, you know, help me have peace. I remember one time a Kate had a fever and it was probably beyond what it was a, it was higher than let's say 103 if I remember right. I just remember thinking, oh, I, what, what do I do here? What is wrong? And um, I just remember laying by his bedsides and just crying out to the Lord, Lord, you have got to give me wisdom. I need your peace. I need your understanding. I can't battle this on my own and then support his immune system come in and do what needs to be done how do I what do I need to do to to do I need to bring the fever down do I need to support his body in the fever help me Lord give me the wisdom that I need and I remember just having a peace washing over me and I remember the Lord saying I've got him he's mine I've got a plan and a purpose and a goal for him and it's not to be affected by this fever and, and so and Cade that, runs super high fevers and always has. But don't you think that that Psalm 32 is kind of the verse there that, Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you have healed me or you've healed my child or whatever it is. Parents, when hear that, that when you have that fear come in, okay, the fear's fear's normal. Right. And it's going to happen. It's actually okay. a trigger. It, it, it's a red flag to cry it's out to the Lord. what you do with the fear. Yes. You know, let's turn that and flip it into, I cried to you for help. And sometimes it's, you know, and it could be physical healing. We talk about prayer being a medical weapon. Yes, it it so is a good. weapon to heal. We believe in the power of healing. Uh, we believe that God does heal. And, and uh, we've seen it happen, you know, in, in instances in our family and in others. But but it's really also about just the wisdom God gives to to be able to uh, cry for you to cry to God for help and God brings healing God brings wisdom and insight and it, and it shows us what we can do with our fears and I just want to take a minute and just make sh- and highlight cry out to the Lord um when you cry out to the Lord it actually elevates that prayer to a whole nother level if you read the Psalms David cried out to the Lord and God heard his prayers and so 
where if you sit by your child's bedside and the Lord, please heal my child. While that is a prayer and that is heard, but when you are crying out to the Lord and you are desperate for the Lord to answer, those are the ones that I believe that the Lord's like, I got you. Well, I even, in, you. even in the gospels, it talks about how Jesus had compassion on the people and then he healed them. There is something in the spiritual realm, and we'll. I don't pretend that we know everything about it, but God's <laughs> going God's to yeah, show me it's in heaven. But I believe that when we unleash our compassion and we cry out and we realize the word compassion has the word passion in it, then it releases things in the spiritual realm that will allow wisdom and healing to come about. You know, um, uh, you know, Psalm 41, three says the Lord sustains him on his sick bed in his illness. You restore him to full health. goes back to that belief, goes back to the power of prayer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we talked at first more about the physical that, that, uh, but now in the points two and three about operating in belief and that, and, and praying like crazy, you start to get into the spiritual aspects of healing and also the spiritual aspects of how we respond to our kids getting sick. Well, yeah, and I just want to just once again encourage you parents that you as is a, a the prayers of a righteous person are heard and you have been handpicked by God to be your child's advocate. And so as you approach the throne of throne of God, use that role. God, I you put me here and I am praying for I am interceding for this child right now. Hear my prayers and heal, you know, heal me, heal my child. And don't you think as we wrap up here today that that we, so many parents don't invite God into the health of their family. Right. And that's one of the things we want to tell you, parents, is to, and, and honestly, again, I go back to where I started. I learned so much of this from my wife. And so uh, because she did so much homework and she's, you know, such a spiritual guru in this uh, spiritual and, uh, you know, medicine all the things she learned, but one of the things we learned about it uh, is to invite God into the health of your family and let him discern because, you know, I think that, um, for example, some people can go, I've seen this happen. They go way overboard towards health and they wind up being, they wind up killing the spiritual dynamics of their family because mm -hmm. everything's about health and everything's oh that, my child can't eat that you know and and again that's good for some families but if they yeah. don't do it with the right spirit even the healthiest physical families can have damage to their family because the kid thinks is, is it's always a control factor with the family and they're always controlling things so there is no answer for your family that we think oh well this is the method <laughs> this is the way you do it you know you can never eat chocolate and all those rule always... followers out there are sad <laughs> exactly that's <laughs> unreal followers are like yes that's right but we get it, to make goes, a plan. it goes back to our relational crazy cool family journey of health is about relationship health is about hearing god health is yeah. about first your relationship with god and hearing god's voice and putting it into your family and suzanne said it best at first just you have permission, parents, to invite God into the health of your family and to speak into it. You don't have to follow everything that everybody else tells you, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll talk about more of that. Yeah. We'll talk so, more about that. <laughs> so remember, God loves you. He's created great, wonderful bodies for you and your family, and he has great things to show you through the health. One of the things God does is through sickness is he shows us himself. 
and he's got great spiritual lessons, physical lessons, healing lessons to show you as you embrace the health of your family and learn more about it. So hope this helps. And we have more to come in the next couple of weeks as we talk more about um, physical health in your homes. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.